Welcome to Spring Ridge Church Podcast. We hope that you will be blessed by the podcast today. If you would like to find out more information about our church, our website's www.springridgechurch.com. You can send an email to me, the pastor, Scott Phillips, at pastor at springridgechurch.com. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. Prayer requests, questions, desire for a Bible study, or you would like some information how to attend our church or another church of like precious faith. Thank you. Enjoy the podcast. Buy it. I do believe the Lord has spoke to my heart today. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1. Wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Who are the witnesses? Read Hebrews 11. From Abel to Abraham to Noah to Moses. We, they, we are surrounded by this great company of those who had a testimony of faith. Let us, everybody say me. Let us lay aside every weight. And the sin. Some things aren't sin, they're hindrances. And the Bible says, lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. And let us run. There's that favorite word we've got. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Can we give the Lord a praise? Hallelujah. The author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him, consider Jesus, that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself. Why consider him? Lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. Somebody say Jesus. That's the title of my message today. Jesus. Can we can we just call on his name? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, we love you, Lord. Jesus, we honor you today. Jesus, we thank you today. Amen. You can be seated. Thank you, Sister Hannah. Amen. I sure did enjoy the music today. Amen. That that guitar was enjoying that music so much it just had to break. Just couldn't handle all that anointing flowing through its reverberations. Amen. Amen. You know, uh, one of the greatest revelations you will ever have is that Jesus is with you. 
that you can know Jesus, that you can talk to Jesus, and, and Jesus can talk back to you. On yesterday, I, I did an experiment. Brother Ron had told me about this particular method of evangelism that a friend of his was doing and had some people respond positively. And I'll be honest, I wasn't feeling very bold yesterday. Uh, you know, it was I was praying and I was studying and I was in the house of the Lord and I was feeling, feeling the Holy Ghost. But you know, we have a personal responsibility to witness. Just as much as we have a responsibility to be baptized, a responsibility to live a holy life, we have a responsibility to share the gospel with the world. We all have that responsibility. That's not just to the fivefold ministry that we recognize, but, but God has given us all a calling to share the reason for the hope that we have within us. Somebody say Jesus. And, and so I, I, I was feeling the weight of that, that impulse. I needed to do something. I want to do something. I want to demonstrate that even though I, I don't have any power within myself to save anybody, I, I just feel the need that I need to step out and be a witness because I have that responsibility. Amen. I, I, I don't want to enter in eternity not knowing I didn't do something to be a witness for my sweet Jesus who brought me out of darkness and called me into this marvelous light. I have, I don't even, don't, don't just feel a responsibility. I, I, I feel like Jesus is the best thing that ever happened to me. Amen. You know, there's something about us that when we really get enthused about something and you really get into something and you really become a part of something, you just got to tell somebody. Amen. Whether you hear a song that you just really like, you, 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 wanna, you want somebody else to hear the song so they can like the song that you like so that both of you together can enjoy that song. Somebody said Amen. If you find a recipe that you really like and it tastes good, really you first see it looks good and, and, and it's really good, you won't say, man, you got to try this. If you find a restaurant, Brother Billy, and it's a good restaurant, they got good steak, they got good shrimp, they got good pasta, amen, you know, it's good to eat it by yourself, but there's something inside of you that says, i got to share what I found because it's in our nature when we're really excited about something, we just got to tell somebody. And sometimes we just forget about how good God's been and we get distracted by all the other things that are in the world and we lose our sense of, of, of enthusiasm about what Jesus has done. And what today I want to stir up your minds and remind you and get you to think about what has Jesus done for you? Amen. Has he ever helped you pay your bills? Come on, somebody. Has he ever touched your body? Has he ever your fevered brow has he ever settled your troubled mind and we just need to get to thinking about Jesus seems like I remember a song I don't know if I can remember it, but something about when you get to thinking about Jesus something happens in your soul and when it happens in your soul somebody's going to hear you say something when you get to thinking about Jesus amen I, I just feel in my heart today to tell you 
that you know something that a lot of people don't know. Amen. You have something that a lot of people don't have. I remember a distinguished, famous individual. His name was Donald Rumsfeld. He was the military dude for George W. Bush. Dude, yeah, that was his official title. Military dude. And I, I, will, I'm, I feel like I was watching it when it happened in, live, but anyway, it was repeated. And he's almost more famous for this than anything else. He was, he was one time having a press conference, and he liked to give those. He had a good rapport with the reporters, and they seemed to have a little uh, friendly back and forth. And somebody asked him a question. He said, you know, there are, there are three knowns. He said, there are things that you know that you know. And then there are things that you know you don't know. And then there are things you don't know, you don't know. Can I get a witness? That's powerful. I heard that. I like. I, 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 I wrote it down. I'm like, man, that is so true. There are things that I know that I know. Amen. I know I'm saved and I'm so glad about it. Amen. I know I can't make nobody else saved. Right? But there are stuff I don't know that I don't know it. And, when, and the younger you are, the bigger that pool of things is. But the younger you are, the more you think you know. And the older you get, the more you realize you don't know. Right? So I was uh, uh, stepped out and was trying this survey evangelism. It's a, it's a list of about ten questions. And you ask them, you know, would you be interested in, in, in taking a survey? Everyone that would at least let me talk to them, said yes. And, uh, I, 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 you know, do you believe there is a God? Yes. Do you believe that, that, that you can, you can uh, do you believe the Bible is the Word of God? Yes. Do you believe the more you know about the Word of God, the more you can know about God, etc. Well, one of the, like, fifth or sixth question, I asked this man, his name is Oday, uh, like today, but without the T, Oday, and I asked him, I said, said uh, do you believe you can know God? He's yes. We were at yes, 100%. First five or six questions, yes, 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 yes. And I asked him a question, do you believe you can know God? He said, no, you can't believe you, you can't know God. God is, is, is all, all up there. He's, he's not, not touched or concerned about us. And I'm like, Really? And he, he explained to me in no few words of how convinced he was that he couldn't know God. I couldn't know God. And I'm thinking to myself, you come too late, I already know God. He could have told me I didn't know God. I'm sure he's been told all of his life, you can't know God. And here is a man, he doesn't know what he doesn't know. He doesn't know you can know God. Amen. God doesn't just can know your name. You can know God's name. 
And, and I, I walked away from that experience and, 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 and my, my heart rejoiced because I know, I know who Jesus is and I know his name and I know he talks to me and he walks with me and he speaks to me and he helps me every day. He knows how many hair are on my head. He knows the thoughts that are in my heart. He knows the struggles that I have. He knows the dreams that I've dreamed. He knows the thing. He knows everything about me. And not only that, I know a little bit about him. I can know God. And, and I, I think it is important. The greatest revelation you will ever have is that, that not only do you know God, but that Jesus is with you. You may not see him, you may not hear him, you may not feel him. However, the fact remains, he is an ever-present help in time of trouble. Amen. You can't run away from him. If you could get in a jet plane, he'll be sitting right there down beside you. If you took an elevator down to the depths of the bottom of the earth, he would be riding right there with you because you can't escape the presence of God because Jesus is going to be with you wherever you may go amen amen hallelujah amen today is August the 8th 2021 anybody know that before I told you that it's, can you believe it's uh, this 2021 is almost over and I will say, I'm so glad 2021 has been so much better than 2020. Amen. It's not been perfect. It's been better. Thank you, Jesus. And, and, and I propose to you, this is, I'm going to give you some, some revelation today. And I know you know this. The revelation that Jesus is God. That is a revelation that I know you know. But a lot of people don't know that. This young man I was talking to doesn't know that Jesus is God. You, you can know that Jesus is the, the great shepherd. You know that Jesus is a healer. You can know Jesus is a provider. Jesus is a redeemer. Jesus is a strong tower. Jesus is the creator. Jesus is the righteous judge. These are great revelations. And to know that is a tremendous thing. Knowledge is power. You ever heard that saying before? It's true. Knowledge is power. Because if you know a thing, you can act and do and be things because of what you know. And for all that Jesus is and, and who he is and what his reality is, is, is there is the reality that he can be your shepherd. There's some people don't believe. They, they believe that Jesus is these things but he's not that to them. I've talked to people that said, well, Jesus can't forgive me because I've been so bad. Jesus can't help me because I've done so wrong. Jesus can't restore me because I turned my back on him. There are people today, they're living in sin and shame because they believe the lie and they don't know that Jesus can be to them everything that he is. It's not that Jesus is this, but Jesus can be that to all of us individually. And if you're sitting 
sitting here today, you probably already know that he's my healer. He's my redeemer. He's my helper. He's my keeper. And that is a great revelation and my reality. He's my help. But I do believe that sometimes we forget that just because it happened in the past, it can still happen today because Jesus is God every day. Jesus is the shepherd every day. Jesus is a healer every day. Jesus is a provider every day. Jesus is a redeemer every day. It's not just past Jesus. It's just not testimonial Jesus. It's not just something that happened 30 years ago, but what he was back then, he is Still today, he does not change. He does not, uh, there's no shadow of turning in him. He's God every day. Hebrews 13 and 8 says, Jesus Christ, the same, the same, Jesus Christ, the same, yesterday, today, and for ever he is still the same he does not change he is the eternal the eternal god in the old testament we read about jehovah saying that, that he was the beginning and the end and in the new testament you read about jesus in the book of revelation he says i'm the alpha and the omega same same just what jehovah was is what jesus is jesus is the visible of the invisible jesus is god manifested in the flesh and everything jesus ever was jesus is still is amen this this is hard for me to understand because i am a creature of time Amen. Before he created Adam and Eve in the garden, the, the Bible says in the evening and the morning were the first day. And he created more in the evening and the morning were the second day. Evening and the morning were the third day. All the way up to the sixth day where he created mankind. The evening and the morning was the sixth day. And the Lord God looked at everything he made and he said it was good. It was very good. The evening and the morning, that was a mechanism of time. And that time was a product of the, the, the evolution of the earth around the sun, and the sun around the universe. It's all this big, massive, uh, incomprehensible thing called the universe. And God created all of that, and that is all happening in time. But, you know, it may be... Uh, 11.40 right now in Central Standard Time here in Raymond, Mississippi. But the time's a little different in New York City. And the time's a little different in California. And time's a little different uh, in Jap Japan. Wherever you are on the earth, it affects where you are in time. Do you know right now, somewhere, it's 11.41 at night. I know that's not a revelation. But right now, it's a different time somewhere else. And so, we have learned how to count our days based on the evening and the morning. 
And they figured out how many phases of the sun. And they figured out that, 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 that a year is 365 days. And, and they take one off and, and, and then they add it back. They're trying to keep the, the calendar together and the phases of the moon. But, but, but it's time. And so I, I'm 51 years old. What does that mean? 365 days have made a full circumference of the earth around the sun in year one. 51 times there has been that full rotation of the sun and time has marked us we're we're creatures of time but do you know that kind of time doesn't work on Mars because it has a different rotation Jupiter is a totally different thing but time time my time your time this 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 big green blue ball we're floating on uh, 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 we are creatures of time but God is not a man. He is a God that created time. Before time was, God was. God's the one that made the heavens and the earth. He is the one that hath made us and not we ourselves. And we are bound in this rotation of time. But God's not bound. God dwells in eternity. And He is the same yesterday, today, and forever and forever shall be. Because He is an eternal God. And I am bound by the circumstances of my life. There are challenges I have that are unique to me. And there are challenges you have that are unique to you. Some of those things you didn't create, you didn't plant, you didn't make, you didn't break. You just living in the circumstance of your life. It has been your lot. But it cannot tell you, it doesn't matter what time it is. It doesn't matter what's shaking around. I've got a God that's bigger than your circumstance. And he's bigger than your lot and he can help you he can provide for you he can deliver you because he's God and he's not just a God up in heaven that doesn't know about you he's not just a God that's something that for everybody else and not for you everything he is for Ronald Phillips he can be for BJ Tatum because he's God He's God. He's God on the mountain. He's God in the valley. He's God in the back door. He's God in the pew. He's God in the pulpit. And I'm telling you, there's nothing that you will face. There's nothing bigger than Jesus. There's nothing greater than Jesus. There's nothing more eternal than Jesus. He is the only wise God. And there's coming a day. When every trial will be passed, every sickness will be over, every pandemic will have reached an end, and even time will be no more. And on that other side, Jesus will still be God. He'll have, he'll have the, the, the nail marks in his hands, and he'll have the nail prints in his feet. And he will be able to say, I am he that was dead, and yet I am alive forevermore. And that's, that's my God. That's my Savior. I'm not just talking about something that happened to me when I was six years old, or something that happened when I was 21, but here on the 8th day of August in 2021, he's still God. Every day. Every morning, every afternoon, every night, Jesus.
Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Let me impress this on your heart today. Let me, let God be God to you today. Right now, don't put it off till tomorrow. Don't put it off till next week. I don't care what you need from you, from God. I'm telling you, if you'll repent of your sins, He's big enough to wash it away. Amen. If you'll step into the waters and go down in Jesus' name, He'll wash it away. Amen. If you will receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, it don't matter how bad it is, he, He'll bring a brand new life into you. Hallelujah. Amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Oh, my God and my Savior, my healer and my provider. Amen. You are the one that builds the house. You're the one that keeps the city. You are the ever faithful one, oh God. I give you praise. I give you glory. I give you honor today. In Jesus' name, amen. There's a story in the Bible, Matthew 16 and verse 5. And the Bible says, and when his disciples were come to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. Everybody say they, they means they was hungry. Because you don't think about the bread until you're hungry. And they realized, Peter? Did you bring lunch? No, I thought she was bringing the lunch. Simon, they, they went around. They had no bread. And Jesus began to reason with them. And he looked at in verse 8, it says, And when, when Jesus perceived, he said unto them, Oh, ye of little faith, why reason ye among yourselves because ye have brought no bread? He could have said, What's well, your own dumb fault? I mean, we passed McDonald's. We passed Wendy's. You could have went Kroger and got you a freezer meal. No, he didn't give them a hard time because they didn't prepare. He looked at them and says, Why do you reason that you have no bread? Oh, ye of little faith, do you not understand? Neither remember the five loaves of the 5,000 and how many baskets you took up? Neither the seven loaves and the 4,000 and how many baskets you took up. Jesus was telling them, hey guys, this is not just a one-of. If I did it once and if I did it twice, if you're here today needing bread, I still make bread. I still feed the multitudes and he will feed the few. He's God. He is God. Hallelujah. How many times? Jesus? I can FaceTime with Jesus. He he really he wants to talk to me. <laughs> I, I love my daddy and I like to talk to my daddy. And I know my daddy wants to talk to me. But more than I want to talk to my daddy, more than my daddy wants to talk to me, Jesus wants to talk to me. He wants to know, he wants to know me, but I think more than anything, he wants me to know that he knows me, and he knows where I'm at, and he knows what I need, and he is still, he's still the same God that fed the multitudes multiple times. 
did Mary know what Jesus could do at the wedding with no wine? I don't have any theology about this, but Mary knew something everybody else didn't know. She was in on a family secret, I think. And she knew Jesus was able to make something out of nothing. I don't know. History tells us that, that Joseph, his stepfather, died. Jesus was essentially the man of the house. How could she know Jesus could do that? I believe. I'm not going to write a book about it. I'm not going to get no golden tablets out. But I believe she knew who Jesus was and she knew what Jesus could do. And she saw a need and said, Jesus, I'm just going to put you in charge of this problem. How many of you have some situations you need to put Jesus in charge of that problem? I'm telling you, Jesus not only can feed the multitudes with very little, He can not only turn water into wine, He can take care of your situation if you'll just put it in His hands. Give it to Jesus and trust Him with it because He's still a miracle working God. He's still a healer. He's still a provider. I believe she was in on some inside information. You know what? If you live for God very long, you want some inside information too. That's stuff that the Lord's done for you. You're not sure if He's done it for anybody else. <laughs> Can somebody say amen? Amen. I'm telling you today that, 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 that He is the answer for whatever you're facing. Too often, Jesus is the last one we ever talk about our problems before we go see the doctor, before we go see the banker, before we apply for a job, before we check every other option, we get to do, we, we to do everything and everyone, our mom, our daddy, our friend, and the last one we talk to, amen, is Jesus. And oftentimes it's after everything's messed up and we come to Jesus and say, God, I, I should have prayed about this first, but here I am with all the mess. But Jesus... <laughs> He's a merciful Savior. While I was praying for these, these that I love, these that I pray for, I was praying, Lord, have mercy upon them, Lord. Lord, let your goodness visit them again. It's the goodness of the Lord that brings them to repentance, Lord. Let your goodness knock on their door again. Lord, let your goodness visit them in their dreams again. Lord, let your goodness stir them in their sleep again. Lord, let your goodness, God, bring them to a point to say, you know what, whatever I've got wrong in my life, I want Jesus to make it right. And Jesus will make it right if you'll put it in his hands. Amen. You give him your ashes, he'll give you something better. If you give him your trouble, he'll give you something better don't wait don't wait talk to Jesus first amen hallelujah amen I am going to finish before my notes all the church said amen